Hello, NRL fans. Welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namoski. Welcome to another off-season Supercoach positional podcast preview. Today, looking at the 5-8s, the standoffs, who will there be there to partner your halfbacks to take you to the Supercoach promised land? Again, today we've got four tiers, similar to the halfbacks. I think it's a very, very deep one this year. I think there are genuinely at least 13 different options from a draft perspective, and I think there is a tier of six really, really fantastic classic options as well. So really excited for this one. Probably out of all the podcasts for the position groups, it's my favorite one. There's just so many different ways and options you can go about it. So let's dive right into it with the bottom tier. I've got four guys in this bottom tier from 17 to 14. So I've got Jaden Sullivan, Matt Moylan, Anthony Milford, Josh Schuster. So again, with this bottom tier, it's always, is it a trap? Is there minutes to go around? What's your security? So we'll go through them. Jaden Sullivan is only the number six right now because Talatar Moan is going to be out with his off-season issues. So he's going to go in there, but you know, while Hook is there, while a guy like Moses Mbai is there, you know, it's not. It's going to be a quick leash, similar to Torres Sloan last year. I think Sullivan can actually be a really, really nice piece. I think late, late in the draft, even undrafted, definitely an option there for you. Uh, but for right now, I just want to kind of go into the preseason, see a couple of games, see how he fares, and then you can kind of make your decision there. Matt Moylan at 16. It all rolls around Nico Hines at the Sharks. I think Moylan, you know, his floor is still that 20-odd. Um, his ceiling on a great day is maybe an 80. So it's just not there for you. Um, I think there is at least, even in a 12-man league, you're not going to start Matt Moylan if everyone's fit. Milford at 15, he's got a duel, but again, you know, Katoa is behind him. What's his leash with Wayne Bennett? I think he will go good, uh, but again, there's just so many better options ahead. And that leads to Josh Schuster. I know he's got a very fascinating duel in 5-8, 2-RF, but to me, you know, we have not seen him play extended periods at 6 I think the fact that Cherry Evans, if they all bull rush him, it's all going to be on Schuster to, you know, make calm, cool, collected decisions, make the right play, be there for all 27 rounds. So Josh Schuster, I just need to see. I know the price point is so low. Obviously, we'll probably start with him as a backup 2RF in that spot where you can just have him in there. It's nearly based on price. So he will be very highly owned. I will probably even own him in that 2RF slot, but... In terms of a 5-8, there's just better options there. Let's go to the third tier. This is from uh, position 13 to 7. So you've obviously got seven guys in this group, but I think they're all kind of in that one area. So you've got Jackson Hastings, Kieran Foran, AJ Brimson, Jerome Luai at 10, Cleary at, uh, uh, Luke Keary at 9, Ezra Mam at 8, and Jack Wyden at 7. So we'll go down the list. So Jackson Hastings at 13. Obviously, got the duel. We spoke about him in the halfback pod. I just think that he's in for a big season. He's going to be the lead playmaker up there at the Knights. I think he, you know, his floor will be a 40. His good game will be a 70. He's right in there where you can just plug him and play him every week. He won't do you wrong there. Kieran Foran at 12. We and AJ Brimson at 11. Let's bundle them two together. That's probably going to be the half combination. You know, you can only play one of them. You can play Brimson at fullback if you believe in the Titans that much this year. I don't, but if I had to pick one, obviously Brimson, just because he's got that flexibility in that duel. Before it will be interesting, a lead playmaker or before, and it's been a long time since we've seen it. So 
can he still muster up what it's what it takes to do that and can he be on the field at the advanced stage of his career that you've done it Jerome Luai at 10 uh, I didn't make a note in our preview pod last prediction pod that I did think that Jerome Luai was not going to be a top eight option I've actually got him at 10 here because again like you've heard me go on all offseason this is the Nathan Cleary year it will revolve around him I think Dylan Edwards gets a bit more involved as well, which leads to less touches, less involvement, less try-creating opportunities for Jerome Luai there. Luke Keery at eight. Uh, look, Sam Walker, I think, will be the dominant playmaker, but that still doesn't mean that Luke Keery will get his moments. I think that he'll steer that team around, but he's always that one pass away from the assist or the contribution. He's the one setting it up, masterminding the play, but doesn't always reap the reward. So definitely a better... NRL player to super coach player. Ezra Mam at eight, Jack White at seven. I want to bundle these two together. I think Ezra Mam is one season away from jumping up into this second tier. Uh, I just think that while Adam Reynolds is still there and he's got one more great Adam Reynolds season left in him, potentially there will be a bit of a, a to and fro there, but he's definitely in that upper trajectory and someone I would love to have because his ceiling is high. We know what that ceiling is. Jack White at seven. He comes in at a nice low price. I think from a draft perspective, anyone who's drafted in the last couple of years have been disappointed. They want to stay away. It's a real mid-round option here. I think Canberra's going to be on fire this year. I've got them very highly ranked this year, as you'll see in the preseason pods that we're about to do. I'm all on Canberra this year. I'm more on the number seven Foggy. We spoke about him in the halves one, but by no means I think Jack Whiten is any slouch. I think Whiten will have a great season. If you can't get any of these top six guys, bang, get Jack Wyden as a seven best 5'8". You'll be very, very happy walking out of your draft with that. But let's go into that second tier. I have got five guys in this tier. So I've got at number six, Cody Walker, Adam Adam Dewey at number five, Tom Deaton at number four, Matt Burton number three, Dylan Brown number two. So with Cody Walker... I know people are going to go number three, number six, that's crazy, but I just think that there's a couple of young guys that you know, that ceiling is there for all of these guys. The floor is just so low on Cody Walker. You know, his bad game can be a bad game. So, you know, by no means does it mean that I'm not going to draft him. If he's there in late round two, I'll happily snap that up. If somehow he fell that far, I still think he'll be a first round pick and I'll let someone else make that decision for me. And if he goes on and absolutely brains and averages an 80 for the season, that's on me. That I had Adam Dewey ranked incredibly low last year off his injury. We all saw what happened there. Speaking of Adam Dewey, number five. Going to be the goal here for this Tigers team. I think it's an improved Tigers team. A Tigers team that can do damage. I just think that he's in for a big, big year. And, you know, he's big, strong body. He's healthy, full off season. A better forward pack to run behind. All signs pointing up. Number four, Tom Dearden, my do or die this year. I think I'm going to be easily the highest Tom Dearden fan this year. I just think the Cowboys can push the Panthers this year. I think that he's going to be the lead playmaker. Him and Scott Drinkwater are really going to go up a level from what they did last year. I think Tom Dearden, you know, he's so young. He's got such a good super coach game. Even though he's not a goalkeeper, he's just got that game where he takes the line on. He can dig into the line. He can, you know, be always the one to crew the assist or to bust through the line. So... I'm all on Tom Dean this year, and, you know, if I was able to get him in round three or four, which I think there's a chance he'll drop that far in a draft league, I think I'm all on that. I think that's just immense value for a guy that may finish with a 70 average. 
Matt Burden at three. Not much to say here. The big boot. I think this Bulldogs team will again be improved from last year. Um, and I think he'll be a key piece to it, obviously. Kyle Flanagan is not going to take any points away from Matt Burden. I think it's Burden's team. He's the lead playmaker, and he will do a great job there. Dylan Brown at two. He'll carry on from what he did last year. He's re-signed now. Still up in the air what they're going to do with Mitch Moses, but there's no doubt that for the next potentially 10 years, Dylan Brown is going to be at this club and be the be the lead playmaker, be the guy. We saw what he did last year, that try against Manly, just you know slicing through, running around the fullback. That is what Dylan Brown can do. A beautiful kicking game close to the line. No publicity, but you know, you can still, you know, target anyone out there, Wonga Blake, Sean Lane, whoever it is. So Dylan Brown on question number two. And number one, in interior zone, the only one who the only position group where I've got a clear number one by himself, and it is Cam Munster. Um desperately unlucky not to get a duel this year. I thought he was gonna get a uh, fullback duel. He did not. Uh if Pappenhausen is out for the start of the season, they do shift him in a fullback like they did last year. Hopefully round six they give it to him. But yeah, start with him. He's in your team. He's easily a top five pick in draft. He's the best 5'8". I just, you know, what can be said about Cam Munster? He he is the guy and he's easily one of the funnest guys to own. Yes, he does have the odd game where he will throw a 30 in there, but he also loves to smash out centuries for fun. So Cam Munster, a clear cut number one in the 5'8 slot. And that is the five eights. Again, it is a very, very fun group. I think anywhere down to number eight, I think there's eight genuine guys you can roll with in a draft league. In classic, there's a couple of guys that, you know, will be shorter priced as the season goes on. You'll be able to snap up. But for me, I think just run two guns the whole way through and you'll have happy days. We'll leave it there, guys. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. We'll hear from you soon. Cheers.